That's the latest. I'm Anna Bates. Yeah, you tune in to Big Bands and Beyond here. Two hours of major big band stuff, old and new. Feature this month is the great George and his accent, trumpet player and vocalist extraordinaire. And we've got the usual Sussex playlist and a gig list too. And this month's theme, food and beverages.
Welcome, welcome everybody. Big Buns and Beyond, yours truly, Paul Rigby. And uh, how do you beat that? That was Clayton Hamilton, big band, uh, from the Heart and Soul album called Soup Bone. Very Basie-esque. Got plenty to cram in and more Big Band madness to follow. We've got Georgina Jackson coming along to talk to me. And we've also got the Pandemic Playlist is back, yes. And those that haven't tuned in before, they'll have a great two hours of big bands to enjoy. Right, we're going to play now one of Bob Florence's, and this one is Sugar.
Distinctive Bob Florence there, taken from a 1998 album, Serendipity 18. It's not just any jazz, it's Paul Rigby's jazz. The theme tonight is food and beverages, because we can go and have a, a cheeky drink down the, the pub now and uh, have something to eat. So this leads us nicely into the next one. Uh, this is Dinner for One, and this is the Pete Herbelzheimer Orchestra. <laughs>
They always have a distinct trombone section. Lovely. It'd be rude not to have a drink with that. This is Dinah Washington from the Blue Soul Ballads album, and this is Me and My Gin. Cause I'm in my sin I said Stay away from me Cause I'm in my sin But if this joint is raided Oh Somebody bring me my gin Well now don't mess with me nobody Cause you will never win I said don't mess with me nobody Ooh, No Cause you will never win I'll fight the army and the navy Air force and anybody If somebody brings me my gym I know you heard me said any bootlegger All you gotta do is show him a pile of mine Cause a good bottle of gin We'll get it anytime When I get high And ain't got nothing to do I know you heard me say When I get high There ain't nothing I won't do So just keep me full of good liquor And I'll be nice to you Somebody who was fortunate to see when I was on tour in Canada years ago was the infamous Clark Terry. I was fortunate enough to see him playing his trumpet with the trumpet turned upside down. This is incredible and obviously quite a fun dude as well with the mumbles and stuff that he, he also does on numerous occasions. Anyway, this next one 
is uh, staying on line with the, the theme tonight is from an album called Spanish Rice and that's the name of the next tune it also features Chico O'Farrell on this particular album you can also tell they had a, a fun time in the studio doing this one even the uh, album sleeve they're dressed as Mexicans don't ask ¿Quieres ir al foro no, de los Four Seasons? No, no, no Seasons, baby. ¿Qué tal la, la Fonda del Sol? Fonda del Sol, ain't got no soul there, man. Bueno, bueno, y entonces, a, a, bueno, ¿a dónde quieres ir entonces? Well, town I'm trying to tell you, man, I got a cab waiting out here. Spanish rices. Oye, City, muy buena idea. ¿Cuál es la receta del Spanish rice? Spanish rice, man. Sí. Oh, man, it's a gas. You get your big batch of rice and you cook it up, you bar it, you dig. Mm -hmm. Then you salted onions and you get your green pepper and chop it up real fine. You get your some celery too, chop it up the same way. Wow. And you get you some oil and you mix all this jive up. You don't have to use oil, you know. A lot of people use fat back, you know. Oh, you can you put some mushroom in there too, get some tomato sauce, and some of that paprika and make it nice and red and color. You know, get some hot peppers and tabasco. You know, some salt and you grind up some beef in there. Wow, vamos, get you some oregano and man, you talk about some crazy eating. Yo estoy listo ya cuando tú quieras. Come on, let's go. Look at him, vamos. Can't wait now, just now. They had great fun there and good banter. And the recording also reminds me of the Six Million Dollar Man back in the 70s because it's highly featuring the bongos and the bongos just stand out to me in the Steve Austin series. Hello, this is Michael Abdenny, multi-Grammy-nominated arranger, producer, and for 11 years, the musical director of the wonderful WDR radio big band of Cologne, Germany. You are listening to Paul Rigby's Big Band and Beyond Radio Show. Hope to see you all soon. Right, here at Rigby FM Towers, here in the UK, uh, we think we need to put a classic in now, and uh, who other than the great Count Basie doing his version of mint julep. Now let's chill. Mm -hmm. 
full of facts here at Big Bands and Beyond. For those who don't know, mint julep is a bourbon cocktail. If you want to send us any messages, of course, we've got our email, which is bigbandsandbeyond20 at gmail.com, or you can also, if you want to keep up with the news and the goss, or send us any other information, uh, you can get us on the Facebook group, join us there, Big Bands and Beyond, of course. This is Callum Al, and you're listening to Paul Rigby, Big Bands and Beyond. Right, let's do a jazz jam. Emphasis on jam because the theme tonight is food and beverages. This is called Jazz Orchestra of the Concert Gebouw. We've heard them in one of the earlier shows last year, but here they are, just jamming it up on one of their albums called Scribbling, and it's a cracker. <laughs> I think it's about time we brought on our special guest. But before we do, let's hear the marvellous sounds of Georgina Jackson. I see trees of green I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white 
pleasant days in those dark sacred nights and I think to myself what a tones of Georgina Jackson there and the high register playing also Georgina Jackson when she was with me in the Wigan Youth Jazz Orchestra she couldn't half play the trumpet then I'm so pleased to have her on the show from the legendary Radio 2 big band Sheila Tracy the announcer she said that she looks good has an engaging personality and everything going for her Michael Parkinson said a talented definitely worth supporting she was on top form when he saw her and listened to her and uh, what about Sir Terry Wogan he said I've had the pleasure of sharing the Savoy stage with Georgina Jackson on a couple of occasions on behalf of the Children in Need show 
Her marvellous voice and musicianship with Ronnie Scott's band has been a delight. So here she is, talking to me earlier on this month about her times and what she's up to. Hi Paul, thanks very much for inviting me on here. I'm really sad we can't do this person to person. I know, I'm just excited that you could make it on the show. So, now highly acclaimed, George, how did he get into this career? I, I don't think I'm very highly claimed at all. Um, I get asked to do some really nice gigs, and that's really, really wonderful, and perform at some nice places, and people are generally quite nice to me, but um, it, that's lovely, and I just feel in- incredibly lucky that people come out and listen to what I do, because um, we're just sharing the music we love, aren't we? It's what we've always done, just play the music we love to people and just hope that they like it as well. But I suppose, really, what made the turning point was I was a primary school teacher for a, a couple of years in between playing with Andy Pryor, which was amazing. I um, then became a primary school teacher, and then I left again because I decided that I really wanted to make a career in music. And I think the two turning points for that and what has allowed me to make a career in music for the last... 20 years probably well number one i made a, a cd and that got into the hands of michael parkinson by some musicians in his band who were big supporters of mine and really lovely friends and they um invited me to one of michael parkinson's recordings of his tv show and while i was there I went to the green party afterwards it was so showbiz on the roof terrace of uh, the london weekend television and uh, while he was there i uh, asked him if he would take my cd which he did very very graciously and I thought, oh, there's piles of... He must have piles of CDs. He's never going to listen to mine. Anyway, the week after, he was recording his TV show again. And my same friends were in the band. And uh, he called one of them over, Claire McInerney, and said, oh, I listened to your friend's CD last week in the car home. And I really like it. And I'm going to play it on my Radio 2 show on Sunday. And I was absolutely over, over the moon. It was just the most incredible news. And since uh, Michael Parkinson played it, he played it three or four times. And unfortunately for me, terrible timing, he announced his retirement. So he didn't play it anymore. But I did see him on the Queen Mary ship a year ago and we um, exchanged letters and he was ever so nice. And he did give me his phone number, but I've never found him because I'm too shy. But that was lovely. And also sending a postcard of Wigan to Pete Long who runs the Ronnie Scott's Jazz Orchestra uh, I just sent him that with my CD as well and asked him to have a listen to it which he did and then he phoned me up and uh, invited me to do a couple of concerts with his band just on trumpet and then he heard me perform and he got me to sing a number and then he asked me if I'd like to do it a night at Ronnie Scott's which was quite unbelievable I guess it's the old story if you never ask you'll never know uh, so Obviously, we uh, both came through the ranks uh, with Wigan's Jazz Orchestra. Uh, it almost seemed like a full-time job. We're playing that many gigs, weren't we? What do you remember of those times, and what stands out particularly to you? Okay, yeah, we did. We both were playing with Wide Joe, and um, you're right. It just took over our lives, didn't it? It really did. I didn't feel like a kind of normal teenager at Standish High School. Everyone else on Friday and Saturday nights were going out, drinking behind the bush shelves or going to discos, and me and you were there in our tracksuits, loading gear into the back of coaches and going playing for a mayor's ball or a charity this or a big concert somewhere, you know, up and down the motorway. It was it was really our lives, wasn't it? And um, I think I've written down here what I remember most about being in Y Joe is what we always talk about when we get together, isn't it? It's a friendship, really. The friendship that was built there and the camaraderie and the support from each other in the band. The great thing about the Wigan band and about youth bands is, uh, and about your band as well, you know, we 
we took things really seriously. When it came to music, it was really serious. We were totally committed. We were terrified in a good way of playing. We wanted to get things so right. We were really conscientious. But then when it was time for fun, we had absolutely gallons of fun as well. Absolutely get so much laughter and so much fun. It was just brilliant times. So that's what stands out to me, really. It's kind of that balance of really working hard and then having lots of fun and supporting everyone. And obviously when you were with Wigan, I always noticed you're quite bubbly, but a quiet persona about you. But now on stage, you're full of energy and you've got bags of confidence. So how have you developed this and where do you think that's come from? Can you can you learn it and develop this skill or is it just instinctive? Is it a natural ability? Well... Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, really? Because I know you were absolutely brilliant encouraging me to sing. You really were, and you gave me lots of confidence letting me go out the front of the band and sing, and it was such a great experience. But I'd had my confidence knocked in a a few areas to do with singing, and um, it takes a long time when you're a teenager, you have your confidence knocked, to build it back up again. And um, it's difficult at any age but it's difficult being a teenage girl being outside a front of a band full of mostly males and having to appear confident and so even though I love the music and I love to sing yeah I was very shy about it and the one thing that's drummed into you if you're from the north is uh, not to be a show-off really and not to come across as arrogant and so you just kind of want to be really quiet and um yeah and, and, and confidence you know I didn't have a lot of confidence really but I suppose um, doing it so many times and if you really want to do something you kind of get get over yourself in a way and Bobby Shue really says that you know having a lack of confidence like that and being so shy sometimes it's to do with ego because you're thinking that everybody else is thinking about you and and considering you all the time and, and looking at you and judging you and, and really everyone's got their own problems to deal with so it's just good to go out there and enjoy yourself and just think about the music rather than thinking about what people are thinking about you. And um, I really try and encourage in my teaching or workshops that I do, I really try and encourage those kind of mindsets, that kind of thought that Bobby Shue has told me about just to put the music first. And most people are there to be entertained. Doing the cruise ships for the past four or five years has, has really, really helped. Talking to lots of comedians who've been around since the 70s ventriloquists you know uh, magicians singers all kinds of people and they've given me so much advice and basically the fake it till you make it thing is quite a good one as well oh many thanks for your kind words george like anything if you've got a talent you've got to encourage it and uh, thanks for being so open it's nice to uh, hear that it's very refreshing so based on what you just said about the confidence and your experiences how important is stage presence, you think? And would you say it is as important, if not more, than playing singing at a high level? Stage presence, well, I suppose that goes back to the, um, the being on the cruise ships, really. Because I think, I, you know, I don't think anyone thinks they've got stage presence. And I'm not entirely sure what that is. For, for me, it's, it's just wanting to watch someone, isn't it? It's just wanting to be entertained by someone. And really, I think what that is is just you having the confidence on the stage to make people feel confident watching you to make people sit back and relax because when people go out for a night to be entertained they just want to be taken somewhere transported somewhere from the normal life and i think stage presence is just kind of going on stage 
and taking the audience in the palm of your hand and saying, okay, we're going to go on this bit of a journey for the next 45 minutes an hour and it's going to be fun and we're all going to be in it together and, and just trust me that it's going to be okay. And so I think I think that's what it kind of is, really. And uh, the work I do, that's the kind of skills that I've had to really um, try and get out of myself and try and really practice I don't do a lot of the kind of session work that people like Craig and Andy Green would do and Callum do because that's not really where I think my forte lies. I'm not that great at sight reading, playing under pressure. That's not really my thing. So so for me, having stage presence and confidence is probably more important than being able to triple tongue, play a double C on command and sight read ridiculously hard music. And there you go, you see, with all your confidence, I thought you could read anything... Anywhere upside down, left to right, right to left. Big fans and beyond with Paul Ridley. And there you go, that's part one of me and George having a good chat and trying to cram it into one session with Georgina about is impossible. And obviously with me being a talker too, those people that know me, again, impossible. So the delightful Georgina will be back in part two about the things she's been getting up to and uh, I'm very pleased to uh, feature one of her new tracks in a bit from a, a new album which hasn't even been released. I don't want French fried potatoes Red ripe tomatoes I'm never satisfied I want the same fab sauce with the arson fade, which you find fire on the side. I don't want pork chops and bacon that won't awaken my appetite inside. I want the frim fab sauce with the arson fade, which you find fire on the side. Now, a fella. Really got to eat, and a fella should eat right. Five will get you ten. I'm gonna feed myself right tonight. I don't want fish, cajun, rye bread. You heard what I said. Wait a please serve mine fried. I want the brim brim sauce with the arms and fade, with your fire fire on the side. I don't want french fried potatoes, red ripe tomatoes. Believe me, I'm never satisfied. I want the brim brim sauce with the arms and fade, with your fire fire on the side. I don't want pork chops and bacon. That won't awaken my appetite inside. I want the frame, frame sauce with the awesome fame, which is awful on the side. Now a fella's really got to eat, and a fella should eat right. Five will get you ten. Cakes and rye bread. You heard what I said. Waiter, waiter, please serve my fire. 
That was taken from an album, Jazz on Cuisine, a compilation of different tunes related to food. But that was obviously Ella Fitzgerald and the fabulous Louis Armstrong. the door and in between I drink black coffee loves a hand-me-down One o'clock to four And Lord, how slow the moments go When all I do is pour Black coffee enjoying the show so far we've got one more to do uh, until we come back with the second half and there's plenty to cram in we've got the pandemic playlist is back and of course the amazing Georgina Jackson telling us more about what she's been up to so to finish off this is Buddy Rich and off his soul album back in 1960 odd this is Soul Kitchen
106.7 FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley. Ribble FM News. From the Sky News Centre at 10, breaking news this hour. It's understood FBI agents have shot and killed a man suspected of threatening Joe Biden. Federal officials say they were carrying out a search warrant in Utah when the shooting happened, hours before the president's due to arrive in the state. The police service of Northern Ireland has revealed a second data breach is being investigated involving stolen documents, a force-issued laptop and a radio. 10,000 officers had their personal and employee data leaked yesterday. Just six months ago, a PSNI detective chief inspector was shot. The online breach was human error. UK Information Commissioner John Edwards is looking into it. We'll be asking some pretty tough questions about the kinds of policies and procedures, the kinds of staff training the level of protection that was afforded that very sensitive data. Investigations are taking place after 11 people died in a fire at a holiday home for disabled people in eastern France. The country's prime ministers visited Vincentheim. A woman's appeared in court charged with the murder of a 57-year-old whose remains were found in a London canal. Aritzo Nor was arrested after police were called to an address in Feltham. A serving Royal Marine wants an independent investigation into West Yorkshire police after winning an historic defamation case against them. He spent more than a year on bail after a police officer accused him of criminal offences. The case was later dropped. An email which contained allegations made by the Marine's former partner was sent to his superiors before officers contacted him or formally interviewed his ex. It's taken a hell of a lot of hard work and determination to get to where I am in my career and this could have been taken away in the blink of an eye simply from a police officer writing that email. The force previously apologised at at the High Court. And Rangers are closer to the next stage of Champions League qualifying thanks to a 2-1 win against Servette. They'll take that advantage into next week's second leg of their third round tie in Switzerland. That's the latest. I'm Laura Safe.
Welcome back, everybody. Big Bands and Beyond with yours truly, Paul Rigby. And uh, hi to all those on Giants of Jazz 2 that are listening in. Here on Ribble FM this evening, my theme tonight is food and beverages. We've just had a smashing first hour and there's more carnage to follow, including a pandemic playlist and part two of my interview with the fabulous Georgina Jackson. That was Bob Florence. Well, we've heard him in the first half, but this is one of his early recordings around about 1965. I featured uh, this album that it's from called Big Band Blast, and that was Straight No Chaser. I wish I could find that arrangement, but I I think on a, a recent album of his, he's revamped it, but again, another fabulous arrangement. We're going to continue swiftly on with a great Maynard Ferguson piece, and, of course, where you eat all this lovely food is a cafe... And this is Milner Ferguson's Footpath Cafe.
Matt Wallace on tenor saxophone and taken from the album of the same name. Now, if you're in your cafe, you might want some toast, and on that toast, you might want some honey. This is a taste of honey off one of Woody Herman's early albums called The Phillips Recordings.
As you know, we like to play big bands from around the world. And this one, Tushy Glinch, that's a renowned Australian arranger, bassist and producer. And what a big band. And, oh, and I forgot. It's called Samba Juice. And while we're just catching our breath, if you want to get in contact with us, it's a good old email, bigbandsandbeyond20 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, of course. And with your request too, uh, we've got the pandemic playlist about to be played. And also... Come and join us. Come and see us on Facebook and uh, be glad to say hi. And you can keep up with all the goss here at Big Bands and Beyond. Right, it's the pandemic playlist. So let's get this thing under Starter's orders. And this is from uh, Nigel Horsfield. And he's requested some Basie. And what other Basie to lift us into a right good old spirit is Kid from Red Bank.
Cracking tune that is, and uh, what a good choice there, Nigel. Keep them coming. And that's, of course, off the Atomic Mr. Bersey album. They remastered that, and also there's a version available of the same tune uh, live at um, the Tropicana in Vegas in 1969, which is uh, a little bit faster. Right, uh, we've got some hard hitters uh, for this pandemic playlist, and the next one, Ferguson seems to have taken over the planet again, which is great news, and... This one is one of our avid listeners, and we just can't keep him away. This is Jack Yerkes after Ferguson's hit and run. Hold on to your seats.
Incredible. The sheer brilliance of the Maynard Ferguson big band back in 92. Taken from the album that we heard earlier, of course, that's Footpath Cafe we mentioned, featuring some incredible solos and how they sort of bounced off each other. Phenomenal. Dante Luciani on trombone, Chip McNeil tenor saxophone, Matt Wallace tenor, Glenn Costier baritone sax, Mike Scaglione alto, and Jim White on the drums. You can also find it on YouTube, them doing it live at Cork International Jazz Festival, and I was a lucky devil being right there in the audience to watch it all unfold. And the beat goes on.
the formidable Buddy Rich there, live at Ronnie Scott's, 1972. And that's for you, Mr. Gareth Fairhurst, one of my ex-YGO buddies. Hope you enjoyed that version. One of these live recordings and such a, a great responsive audience, I wonder what it would be like sitting there watching a band such as Buddy Rich. It'd be quite magical. Hey, hey, this is Bob Mincer, saxophonist, composer, arranger, long-term member of the Yellow Jackets, conductor of the WDR Big Band, and you are listening to Paul Rigby's Big Bands and Beyond. Over and out. So it's giggless time now. Are you ready? Pens and paper at the ready. So here we go. 2nd of September at half past seven, the Northern Jazz Orchestra graced Worsley, St. Mark's Church, in Worsley to be precise, in the Glad Rags, the military outfits, playing a tribute to Glenn Miller. And uh, you can get the tickets from uh, the church in the mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., or ring one of the committee members, Karen. And that's 07841. 056794. That's Karen on 078410056794. 13th of September at 7.30, Century of Swing with Down for the Count Orchestra, All Stars at the Lancaster Grand Theatre. Give them a bell or have a look online, you'll see all the information. Play us on Spotify and join us on Facebook. Big Bands and Beyond. It's not just any Big Bands show, it's Paul Rigby's show. Now let's get back to Georgina Jackson. You heard it in the first half, and uh, what a marvellous young lady she is. Fabulous voice, great on the trumpet, and she tells some wonderful stories of what she's been up to, uh, quite open and, and honest, and it's so lovely to have her with us in Rigby Towers. And uh, because we talk so much, we've had to put it into a, a part two sort of thing. So here she is, talking once more with me, about her career. Obviously, with all your talent, uh, do you prefer singing or, as I've known you in the early days, playing your trumpet? I suppose both of those things suit my multiple and extreme personalities. You know, I, I wouldn't really want to go without either of them. I think I'm in and out of love with both of them at various times of the year. Sometimes I get a project recently, I did a special guest appearance with the Royal College of Music Big Band where I had to play some Maynard Ferguson features. And so I am. Um, was practicing that a lot and became obsessed and I love playing my high notes now I was really into that and I thought oh yeah I'm just gonna do that a couple of years ago I was playing lead trumpet with the Ahas um jazz orchestra in Denmark so I was going to Denmark every month uh, performing with them and so I was doing lots and lots of trumpet work there and um and then other times it's just mostly singing and so I've got to really get into that side of my personality so I don't prefer both in all honesty singing is easier than playing the trumpet um the type of singing i do is easier than the type of trumpet playing i do because you pick you know you leave your trumpet alone for a couple of days and it feels awful picking it back up again it's really tricky you can't always guarantee what's going to work at the end of it so it's hard work it's hard work playing the trumpet but i, I do love it deaf question really because it's what you are both of those things are your forte but uh, one thing i always remember about is you used to go up high, blowing your cheeks. I used to stand on one leg too. How, how did you do that? You're still doing well, that. <laughs> if I was to stand on one leg on a lot of the cruise ships I uh, perform on, then I'd 
be on my backside by the time I'd finish the number because you have to have two feet firmly on the floor when you do that. So I don't think I'd do it as much, but yeah, there was some funny pictures and people did used to laugh at me doing that, looking like a, a swan or something, and not a swan. What's the bird that puts his leg up? I'm not sure. Anyway, I'd do that and I'd get so annoyed and I'd stamp the other leg and I'd... I don't know why I did that. It's very bizarre. These days... I think I play with two feet firmly on the floor, but um, you'll have to watch some videos because I can't guarantee it. Well, I think if, you, if you're still struggling hitting those eye knots when you did a Maynard Ferguson thing, I reckon you go back on one leg firmly. But um, I know you, you're quite busy involved with a lot of things. What, what are you up to now? What's, what's your latest stuff you're working on? My project for the past year has been getting out of bed, putting my pyjamas on and uh, getting some online shopping. That's been my project for the last year. But um, as things are coming back now, I mean, during lockdown, I have tried to practice more. I've done some lockdown videos and things like that. And I have got myself a full-time job doing something totally different from music. Um, So that's taken up a lot of my time, learning lots of new skills. But I've really enjoyed that as well. So that's that's been a, a project. But as we come out of lockdown... I've always got things on the go. I've always got things I want to do. Um, I recorded um, some tracks with a great harp player called Marina Christina Harper a couple of weeks ago at James McMillan Studios in Hastings. She's written some songs and um, we're going to be releasing an album. And it's kind of a bit, it's kind of a little bit folky, a bit Carol Kingy and um, a bit Nora Jonesy, I would say, and then a bit 50s. So it's a real mixture of stuff and uh, that was really exciting to do. Also, I am in the process of putting kind of a new big band together, really, which I've wanted to do for a long time. Difficult to get the gigs, difficult to get any budget for a big band, but I, I really feel like doing it. I feel like now's the time to do that. And um, I've got to get some gigs with my uh, trio, so there's some gigs coming up with the trio. And so always things on the go. I've been starting writing some material as well, which I've never done. So that's kind of a bit of a project for me, really. So that's that's kind of exciting. And lastly... What has been your top three experiences throughout your career? Three top experiences. Well, I did have a think about this and I ended up writing five down and it's very difficult not to say five, so I'm going to quickly say five. The time it would take to say three. So one of them has got to be performing at the International Trumpet Conference in Los Angeles with uh, Arturo Sandoval. Just being there was amazing with all those incredible trumpet players. And, um, yeah, performing on that stage, meeting Doc Severinsen, meeting all these people, that was an incredible thing and a terrifying thing to do it really was um i think my next one has got to be a mixture of two things so performing at the proms uh with courtesy of wonderful claire teal a couple of years ago and performing um on bbc radio 2 uh with claire teal as well presenting and i was doing a tribute to peggy lee with the bbc big band i think those two things have been absolutely amazing absolute dreams come true and um one of those things where you think it'll never happen and then you're standing there the Royal Albert Hall and uh, yeah I just had an awful lot of fun so thank you very much to Claire Teal for that uh, and then I think performing at Ronnie's the first time was another one of those dream come true things uh, definitely one of the highlights of my kind of life and musical career wasn't necessarily something to do with um, me really but it was um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2009 and um, the doctor's that treated me were amazing and uh, all the time I kept saying to them oh we're going to do a concert fundraising concert for you and when I touch wood all this is over and we've all kept in touch and uh, a few years after that they got in touch and said what about this concert Georgina so 
myself and Pete Long and the Ronnie Scott's Jazz Orchestra and Dr. Miles and Dr. Andreas, we um, hired a, a local theatre and we put this at incredible concert on, incredible big on concert on. Claire Teal came again to help, Claire Martin's been to sing, Matt Ford's been to sing lots of people have, have really helped out on this concert and uh, we've done it for three years now and we've raised an awful lot of money. The theatre is full of nurses and doctors and cancer patients and recovered cancer patients and it's just a beautiful beautiful thing to see so uh, I'm very proud of doing that as well so I hope I haven't talked too much I probably have talked too much, but you know that's what I would do anyway, don't you? So that's fine. So, and thank you very much for asking me, and um, speak soon. Bye bye. Many thanks, Georgina, and what a delightful young lady! And it's a delight to have her on the show, and uh, I wish her all the best for all these wonderful projects she gets involved with. Now, the great thing is, breaking news, folks: she's kindly given us a recording of a tune that's not been released yet. And she has some cracking arrangements written for her, and this is no exception of Route 66.
the incredible voice there of Georgina Jackson. Stay in touch, George. Uh, let us know any uh, dates and projects, and hopefully we'll catch up soon. And that's it, another show. This one to finish is Lutz Kransky, big band, meets Giuliano Rossi. Sounds very Northern Soul. But until we meet again, this is Paul Ruby from Big Bands Beyond signing off. FM streaming from our website and on smart speakers live and local across the Ribble Valley Ribble FM news